0: And hello everyone, I'm Gary Thorne with The Sports Rivals, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Our purpose here is to preserve memories of classic sports rivalries. We do it through the words of those who participated in them. These are rivalries that are described from the inside out. And today, two special guests, marathon runners who had one marathon that has lived on forever and changed both of their lives. Inga Simonson from Norway, Dick Beardsley, the US. They raced in the first London Marathon, the very first one back in 1981. We're gonna start from the end of the race so you can appreciate these two talking to one another because what happened is something that never happens in athletic competition, and that is two competitors agreeing to cross a finish line together. That is what they did. So in 1981, at the London Marathon, the very first one, these two literally crossed the finish line holding hands. They'll, they'll talk about how that came about and why they did that, uh, but it's kind of interesting that there was a physical, a real physical connection at the time of the race in 81 at the finish line. And I'm, we'll talk to them about this, but it became a connection that would last a lifetime for the two of them. One cannot be talked about in the marathon world without talking about the other. What kind of a life has that made for them in terms of the sport that they participate in? That's what we're going to find out. So Inga and Dick, we are delighted to have you with us. I'd like to kick this off uh, by asking each of you, um, and Dick, I'll start with you, when you went into this race in 1981, or the marathon in London, how aware were you of Inga, and were either of you favorites going into that race?
1: Well, Gary, um, I, I had no idea who Inga was, so I'll be honest with you, and in fact, I really didn't know anybody uh, over there. I'd heard of some of the the top European runners uh, like Trevor Wright and, uh, and John Graham and some other runners that were in the race. And, uh, but you know, I think I was the only American over there at the time for that first one. And, and the New Balance Shoe Company is the one that asked me if I wanted to go over there because Chris Brasher, who was the race director along with John Disley, was the European distributor for um, New Balance. And so he called up New Balance, Chris Brasher didn't said, hey, do you have any athletes that might want to come over for this first London marathon? And golly, I'd never been to London before and and um I thought, heck, I'll go over there. So I went over there and uh I, I really didn't know who was gonna be in the race and I, I had no idea uh who Inga was and I didn't really um know who he was and uh until after the race. And then, um, um, I didn't even know he was in the lead group until, uh, coming off the tower bridge when I kind of made a little bit of a move to try to break up from the group. That was about a dozen of us. And Inga was the only one that, that, uh, came with, and, um, we got to know each other that last half marathon pretty good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Inga, how about you? Were you aware of Dick? Did you know about him before the race?
2: No, I didn't. So, um, I was all, also that time uh, the only Norwegian top runner that was, uh, were, uh, that was uh, participating in that uh, marathon. But I, uh, I, I, I knew after, after the race, after the marathon, I saw that we were uh, running the, um, the New York Marathon the year before in 1880, we were running. But I didn't, right. I didn't. I didn't realize that. But uh, I was. I finished then. That was my second marathon in, in New York the year before, uh, and I run. Uh, I, I finished number six, and uh, Dick finished number nine. I saw yes, that, that that's after, right, after you know, the marathon. <laughs> uh, so that that was. Uh, but I didn't know him uh, at uh, at that time. When, when I arrived London, I didn't. I didn't know him at all.
0: Take us through the the race, guys, if you would. Uh, g- go back to the start. Take us as to how the race went for each of you <clears throat> to get to the point um, where you would start thinking about crossing this line together.
1: Well, you know, Enga, I remember. It, you know, it was the first London Marathon, and it was my recollection is it was a cold, kind of a drizzly, little bit of a windy day, and and they started us in this. Big field, if I remember rightly. didn't we have to kind of run through a. An Do
2: you remember it was it was a, a sort of a, a gate you were going through? Yes, in the a
1: gate. Yeah, and um,
2: and I it was, was it, it
1: was pretty narrow. Yeah, it was very narrow. I so I remember when the gun went off, and I'm thinking, man, <laughs> I'm going to run into that wall. So I can't remember going out pretty hard just to try to get through those yeah those big uh, (laughs) stone gates they had up there.
2: Yeah. (laughs) And it was it was raining the whole time.
1: Yes. And and, uh, I remember the the streets were were slippery because of the rain and what happened. Yes and there was a lot of cobblestone on especially the last part of the race there I remember. Yes. (laughs) and, And Inga, remember I can remember reading in the newspaper leading up to the race when some of the tabloids there in London were just like saying, you know, nobody's going to show up for this race. Nobody's going to come and watch. And my gosh, I mean, for the first event, they had, what, over 7,000 runners and a million spectators lying in the streets. It was amazing. It was
2: unbelievable. Do you remember the the, the last
1: mile? It was crowded. It was so crowded. It was uh, it was it was really something, and then I back then I think the course now is a little faster because they took out a lot of turns. But much, remember, Inga? much faster, much oh, faster. It, remember, uh, they took us through every historical part of London that they could, so we it seemed like we were turning all the time.
2: There was a lot of turns. We had to to slow down and then start again, accelerate, yeah. accelerate. all the time. It was like that a lot of corners we have to 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 so it was it was very the the course
1: was not very fast no no and i remember there was you know like i said i don't remember a whole lot other than there was a big pack of us up until you know running pretty much together and i i know i was kind of you know, up in that lead group. As, you, as you, 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 tr-
2: you, tried, you tried to test me all the time to try to pull away
1: from me. <laughs> well, yeah, but 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 Inga, it, now how I recall it is everybody was kind of together until yeah. we, we crossed the Tower Bridge. And then that's when I made a move to try to, I thought the pack's way too big. And so right. I made a move coming off the bridge and you were the only one That came with, and then I remember was that uh,
2: Dick was that uh, about
1: uh, the half halfway? Yes, about halfway. And then um, I remember we went, we took a right hand turn, and we got into a section of London, which now is one of the great places for nightclubs and condos and stuff. But back then, remember, it was kind of a they were kind of. um, locked up old industrial buildings, and there was hardly any crowd. I, I remember.
2: We, we, yeah, we were running uh, c- close to the waterline there.
1: Yeah, and I remember. And Inga's right. I, I, um, I kept trying to throw some surges on <laughs> to try, try to break away. And I thought, God oh, darn it, he's like, he's like, I can't do it. I mean, every time I'd surge, and Inga would come up by me, and then you know. He'd throw a little <laughs> surge in, and we we're, we're just hammering each other. <laughs>
2: yeah, we would try it all the time, all the time.
1: Yeah.
0: So when, when did you get to the point where <clears throat> it was just the two of you? Is that when you realized it was going to be the two of you to decide this race?
1: Well, when we came off the Tower Bridge at about halfway, as I yeah. said earlier, I made a move to break open the gap, and Inga is yeah. the only other runner of about 12 or 15 that came with, and then it was mm. just for the next 15 yeah, miles. Us. It was just the two of us, Inga from uh, Norway and me from the U.S. And um, we didn't. I don't recall really, you know, talking to each other, saying anything. We were both just hammering, and, and that didn't happen. We, and, we,
2: we just were just looking, looking at each other, and, <laughs> and testing, I know. testing,
1: each other all well, the time. Yeah, because I was looking at. <laughs> I would kind of glance over at Inga to see if I could see. A little bit of a weakness, or maybe a little, uh, uh, a little giddy up in his step, or something like that. I'm thinking, man, this guy is tough. I, he, he looks as good now as he did when we started the race, and I, I was starting to get a little worried there for a while.
2: <laughs> it, it was it, Dick, it was my third marathon.
1: Yeah, and I forget. Let's see. For me, it was probably my. Well, you 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 ran a lot faster than I did when you first started, but that was probably my. I don't know eighth or ninth marathon or something like that okay Mm, um but you know i i mean the first few i ran i didn't know how to run them i ran like in the 240s and stuff like that um but no it was uh and then i started thinking so we're out there running i'm trying to run inga into the ground to try to get away from him and then i started thinking about my grandma because my grandma came over to minnesota from norway and um, I thought, gosh, we kind of got something in common here, you know. But that was yes, <laughs> that was crazy. You know, you think about all kinds of things when you're out there running. And I thought, you know, I, I was hurt a little bit, and so then I started thinking about my grandma, and that kind of put a smile on my face. And uh, and um, but then I I remember Inga, remember when we came back. We kind of went underneath in the tower bridge on the way back and we hit that that 500-year-old cobblestone and it was so uneven. And remember how slippery it was? because it, it was so raining. slippery
2: and it was raining all the time and, and my shoes were also, uh, they were very, very slippery. So I was, I was afraid that I was... No, I was gonna, too.
1: I, gonna I thought I was going to either fall down from yeah. slipping on the cobblestone or because yeah. a lot of those cobblestone were sticking up, I thought, man, my, my well, foot get one of them, and I go down. I I
2: remember I I had to to look down all the time and and, and be very to be very concentrated. I know because I know. it was so slippery all all the way there uh, along along that that stretch there. Yeah, it was, it yeah. Was.
1: So they the nice thing now about the marathon, I think probably that next year after we ran it in. I think they eliminated any of the cobblestone roads and um, because they saw what a disaster that could have yeah. been. Yeah, yeah. So now, they did
2: that. They, they, they changed, they changed uh, the course uh, the year after. Yes, they did. They, and, two, they did. they did, yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, Dick, if I'm correct, you broke the ice on this idea of finishing together. Why did you do it, and when did you do it in the race?
2: So, is uh, that I, I, I remember? I remember, um, uh, we, we as, as we have told before, we were looking at each other and test, testing each other out all the time and try to pull away from each other, but but we didn't manage that. So, uh, I think it was, Dick, I think it was about uh, one mile or something like that before the finish. Yeah, that, I'm that,
1: somewhere that, that that in you, was, that. Half to three what quarter it? miles to go, and I oh, so, yeah or I,
2: something, and and you and you and you um uh you you, you, you asked me, uh, are we are we going to tie? Do you want right? To tie? Yeah,
1: and, and, and then I, I, don't, I didn't know it. What, I, I I didn't really understand what Inga said. If he said yes, okay, or what, and so I wasn't because. You know, Inga. He, he, listen, he speaks great English because I can't speak any Norwegian at all. So, but but it was kind of broken English. And you know, obviously, we've been running now for I, over two hours, and I I wasn't sure if Inga was wanted to do it or not. So, no, then I was because I was I was before before before
2: you asked me, I I was I was concentrating because I I think that I thought it was going to be a, a a hell of a sprint in in the finish line. So I was so I was I was mentally uh, I was mentally uh, prepared for that. So I, right. I I was preparing for that. It's going to be a hell of a sprint. So I know, uh, but you know so I, I
1: Go so ahead. That was,
2: but, but when you then asked me I said okay, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> let us do then,
1: that. But you know what? The neat thing Inga is cuz I've looked at I I watched the end of that race numerous times. And you know what the neat thing is? So after we had our little conversation, and I wasn't sure 100% if we were going to tie or not, but, you know, I can still remember you and I both sprinting towards the finish line, and neither one of us looked at each other. But right before the finish, both of my left-hand um, that, with your right hand, and we went up together, yeah. and it, it's a finish. In fact, just talking about it right now still gives me goosebumps on the back of my neck. Yeah. I mean is that how you can recall I, it? And 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 I think we did that, Dick,
2: because we we, we didn't uh, we didn't want them to to try to separate us. Right. Uh, we would show that we were we were tying. Because yes. otherwise they, they they would probably try to separate us.
1: Yes. Yeah and, and Inga, I don't know if you remember this, but you and I, you know, we crossed the finish line together and we're, you know, we're we give each other a big hug and stuff and we're both just drained and but do you re- remember Fred Leibold who was the race director for New York City he was, yeah, he, over yeah, there. Yeah.
2: He, yeah, was he was over running,
1: there. he was running the race well, no he was he was there to help um, organize it because he was friends with Chris Brasher. but you don't maybe don't you remember this or maybe by that point when we got into the shoot we got a little separated but Fred Leibold comes up and he starts yelling at me he goes beardsley. He goes that would you? We would never allow a tie. You would never tie at the New York City Marathon. And um, he goes, you both should be disqualified. I said, Fred. I said, this is once once in a lifetime thing, and it'll probably mm-hmm. never happen again. And it never happened mm-hmm. again. And Inga, mm-hmm. after you know, they made a the International Olympic Committee or whatever they yeah. or the IAAF. After you and I tied, they made a rule then that if any more ties like that, both would be disqualified. so we go down yes. in history for that too. yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. but I mean it, it, but I mean it was no it was no championship and and that's why uh, it was okay, right. and it was the first London Marathon. so I think it was I think
1: it was very good for London Marathon Oh and, Inga, and for you know the neat thing too. Is that really connects us, you know, my grandma being from Norway and and obviously Inga there, and it was the first time either one of us had won a marathon. And then yeah. um the, then that picture of us the next morning, it was I was told it was in papers all over the world, not because Inga and I were the first winners of the London Marathon, but because of the sportsmanship it showed of two years two top exactly. athletes. From different countries, yet they, they came across together in victory. And that's yeah. something I'll I'll never forget as long as I live.
2: No, that that's that's um that's iconic.
1: And Inga, remember when we were over there for the 35th anniversary and they they had that picture of you and I and all the t-shirts? And yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I Inga, remember you and I be walking together places and people would come up and you know, want to shake our hands because we were the first winners of the London. I, I don't know what a rock star felt like, but and, I felt like what happened. And that you is. remember, and you remember it was it
2: was posters all over the all over London. Yes. London. it was it was crazy. Yeah, I mean,
1: it was crazy. It was crazy. I've never never. <laughs> and then Inga, did you know that this year? Maybe you don't know this yet. I'll, I'm I'm going to try to get you a pair. But the New Balance shoe company, you know, is one of is the shoe sponsor for the London race, and they yep. came out with a special 2020 fortieth anniversary edition, and it's got yours and mine's finish time on the side of the shoe. Wow! I know <laughs> that is that is. Crazy. I know. I'll, I, I know you ran for Nike, but I'll I'll see if I can get you a pair so you can put up on your trophy shelf.
2: That <laughs> would be nice. I, w- I would really appreciate that. <laughs> you bet. Let me, ask, let me just ask
0: that. I want to go into the effect on your life after the race. But I, before that, it's, to me, most athletes will not surrender the opportunity to win, singly win. Why, Ingo, why was it okay in your mind? And you're doing this while you're running the final mile of a marathon. Why mm. was it okay in your mind? to finish in a tie rather than trying to win?
2: It's, the, it's difficult to, 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 uh, to answer that question uh, because in the beginning when, when he asked me, um, I, as I told you before, I, I, I was concentrated because I, I wanted to win it. And I, I, I felt I was strong and that, that was my day, I, I could win it. Uh, but when he asked me, I was I was thinking, uh, okay, and um, I don't know why I said, oh, "Okay, it's okay." Uh, let Let's let's do that. Uh, I I can't I can't say why I why I I
1: I, I accepted it, but uh, I did. And and guys, I look back, and you know, as I look back now, at the time, I just thought it was kind of the thing. You know, we've been working so hard and and hammering each other but you know I'll be honest with you probably deep down in my brain I was probably thinking man I've worked so hard I tried to put Inga into the ground mile after mile after mile Mm. and now you know I'm thinking man I might get all kicked at the end and we we both deserve the weight yeah there there (laughs) might have been a part of me that was afraid to come in second. I mean, I don't yeah. know if that's the case at the time. I don't think that. But when I look back now, maybe that was somewhere deep down in my conscious thinking. Yeah, I, I, I so, can't,
2: I can't say why. But but it, it felt uh,
1: natural to say yes for me. Yeah, and it, and it. There was just something. And at the time when we were running, uh, it, it just, it did. It just. um I don't know. I just felt this connection with Inga, maybe because yeah, I,
2: exactly the same. I I felt I I
1: I have a good friend here. That's my friend. I know. That's kind of what I feel <laughs> too. And it's just and you know we we remained great friends ever since, and and we 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 so look forward to seeing each other every year. In fact, this year we're we were planning to stay a little longer and go over. And spent some time with um, Inga and his family over in in Norway and stuff. And then the COVID, of Mm. course, kept us from doing that.
0: So uh, going on to what happened now after, you had a great reception, did you not, when you went back home to Norway? Was it a surprise for you to be recognized the way you were when you went home from that race?
2: Yeah, Norway was, was big. It was all over the the um, front page of, of, of all all newspapers in Norway it was very 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 big and and it was surprising for many that, that I uh, and it was a, a, a great
1: achievement. And you know, guys, I didn't get quite the reception that uh, Inga did, but I think um, I, I did in my hometown. You know, that was something. But but at right, it was right after the marathon, either the next day or the day after. Is when President Reagan um, was tried to being assassinated, and um, so that really obviously took over every, even the sports pages. I mean, it was yeah, just, yeah. you know, mm. crazy that because uh, I remember, you know, as I landed back in the U.S., I believe either that day or the day before that President Reagan, you know, was shot, and and so mm. obviously that's mm. what everybody was talking about.
0: Mm. Mm. I was reading, uh, Dick. In your case, uh, you have said that, in light of agreeing to tie in this first London Marathon, that it opened a lot of doors and and really changed your life. Can you talk about that a little? Uh, I'll ask oh my you. gosh!
1: Yes. In fact, um, right after that, after you know tying for the win with Inga, you know, I got home and um, I mean, in Minnesota, they made a you know they made a big deal out of it and and everything and I I got a, a call from the the Grandma's Marathon. It's a big marathon here in Minnesota in Duluth from the race director Scott Keenan and and uh, you know I mean I, up to that point I I don't think I made a dime running and and he offered me like a thousand dollars if I'd come and run the Grandma's Marathon and of course that was when you know you couldn't accept prize money or anything like that so it was kind of <laughs> kind of uh under the table payment so to say and and that race it did it just it just opened the doors for me that um I I couldn't even imagine because up to that point I mean you know I'd uh, I'd run 212 in the marathon and and I mean I was you know a pretty good runner um in the U.S. but I wasn't you know one of the top guys but that race really kind of you know, put me on another level. And not only that, it gave me so much confidence. You know, I thought, gosh, you know, if I can run like that, um, I I, I felt after that race, you know, I I would never say this to other people, but in my mind, I thought I could, I can run with the best in the world because I just did that. And, and, and Enga at the time was one of the best runners in the world. And, and uh, to know that I was able to run with him and, and all those other runners that were up there for quite some time, it really gave me a lot of confidence.
0: Well, for you, you the same I've, I've, I,
2: felt, I felt exactly the same. It was a, a opening doors for me as well, and I got invitations from uh, all over the world to participate in, in marathons. So, uh, so it was, uh, it was uh, def- definitively uh, changing my, my life.
0: Inga, do you think it would have had the same change in your life if you'd won the race as opposed
2: to coming in uh, together? I, I, I don't think so because uh, that was, the, was very special that you that we, that we were tying. It was a, a lot of... Uh, uh, you, you saw it. That, that's why it was in, uh, in the newspapers all over the world because that was uh, unusual.
1: Yeah, and I tie. think, you know... The- The the Cold War was going on here back in the U.S. with Russia, and relationships were Mm -hmm. really good. And and then here's two young, you know, men that um, from again different countries, yet you know came in there with their arms up together, and then and then showing that camaraderie and and the hugging afterwards, and the friendship uh, and the closeness that came about because of that. I think it really just you know open the world to a lot of things like wow, you know people from other countries can get along and they can be friends and, and uh, Yeah, exactly. Know. but it's
2: also but but they also uh remember uh what the organizers said about it that was the best um the the best i could could
1: uh, so that was a so good a
2: very good start for london marathon
1: yes the I remember them saying, I have they were i mean they were like. They couldn't thank us enough because, you know, obviously, if Inga would have won outright or I would have won outright, you know, it would have put London on the map a little bit. But mm-hmm. the fact that we had this iconic race and that we mm-hmm. tied and this that picture of us together coming across with our arms up—it just mm-hmm. it, they they couldn't have they couldn't have written a better script to how to have the first London Marathon finish. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you ended up, as I started this podcast by saying, you ended up hand-in-hand, arm-in-arm, crossing the finish line. And you've kind of stayed arm-in-arm arm for a lifetime, have you not? I mean, this is, this is a connection
1: that will
0: never end, I guess.
2: Well, it's a lifetime connection.
1: Yeah, I agree. It, it's, a, it's a lifetime connection. And, and even though Inga and I don't get to see each other very often, I just, you know, we reach out to each other occasionally on Facebook and whatnot, and yeah. and um, and when London does bring us back, I always get so excited. Um, I,
2: I'm 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 also very excited every every time. That's that's what I'm looking forward to 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 see you again, and, and that's that's always uh, that's always uh, very very important for me.
1: Yeah, and you know, a couple of years ago, the um, the London Marathon started. Uh, a new award. I, I forget what it was called sportsman award or something. And, and Inga and I were the very first particip or the first people to, to get this award. So that, again, they both brought me and my wife, Jill and Inga brought one of his gorgeous daughters and just yep. a wonderful, kind young lady. And, and I, so I got to meet one of his kids and, and again, we got to, you know, get together and reunite. And And every time we get together, we, it's like, it's like a couple of brothers that don't get to see each other very often. And we, and we just, it just it's, I, I look forward to it every time.
2: Yeah, me too. Me too.
0: Guys, I, uh, we'll have to wrap it up. I, I'm just so interested. And I'll tell you one of the things This for me as a, as a fan of sports, following things, there was a word used in stories I read uh, about the race, and, and you have used it again. The word is sportsmanship. I'm afraid in this day and age, we don't hear that word enough. And uh, the two of you exhibited sportsmanship at the time of the race and have have continued to do that. And with the award that you were just talking about, I just think Mm -hmm. that is so important in the world of sports. Dick Beardsley and Inger Simonson, we cannot thank you enough for for doing this. A tremendous story, a -a one-of-a-kind story, in the inaugural 1981 London Marathon that these two men decided to cross the finish line together. And uh, that has been what their life has been since, in a lot of ways, together. That's gonna conclude another chapter of These Sports Rivals. You can find the show at Believe.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. To learn more about this show and other episodes, please log on to thesportsrivals.com And you can join in the conversation with questions and suggestions for future shows. Also, follow us on Instagram at The Sports Rivals, Twitter at Rivals underscore podcast, and Facebook by searching for The Sports Rivals Podcast. Our thanks to Dick and Inga for just a wonderful story that has endured and grown through the years in this tremendous race that they ran. Thank you all for joining us. And remember, it is the rivalries that make the games. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.